Hey guys, and welcome back to the Nisho. Show. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. It is Saturday evening, and I know I told you guys that I was going to record every Tuesday night, but something in my spirit just kept saying, you need to talk about some stuff. You need to do a show. You need to do a show. And so I was trying to fight it for a while and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait till Tuesday. I'm going to get all my material. I'm going to write down my thoughts so that on Tuesday night, I'll be able to go ahead and bring you guys another show. However, like I said, something just kept saying you need to record. So I decided to follow my instincts, follow my gut. For some reason, God wanted me to record tonight. So, here I am. And I just want to start off by saying thank you guys so much. All of the listeners that I got, thank you guys so much. Um, I got some really, really, really great feedback, some positive feedback. Um, and when I first started, I was kind of skeptical. I'm one of those people who kind of worry about are people going to like what I'm putting out? Are people going to enjoy it? Is it going to be boring? Um, There's so many other people that's doing it. What's going to make me stand out? And so I just had to overcome that, overcome that fear, that self-doubt, that not believing in myself. And that is what prompted me to go ahead and start recording and start doing these podcasts. And when I tell you guys, all of the feedback that I got has been so, so, so refreshing because uh, I have gotten nothing but great feedback. People are saying how they love the podcast, how I am very relatable, um, that they felt inspired, that they felt like they knew me or they could relate to something that I said how their life is so similar to mine so these are some of the great positive um comments and things that I got on the first two episodes and so I want to say thank you to everyone who has listened and provided feedback I I encourage you guys to continue to provide feedback Um, giving me topics to talk about each week, something, if there's something on your heart that you want to get off or you want to address or talk about or get some advice or see how other people think about a topic or their perspectives, whatever it may be. I am open to suggestions. I am open to brand new topics and so forth. So I just want to say thank you once again to all of my family, my friends, people that I don't even know. <laughs> thank you guys again. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the podcast. So I got one topic that I received from one of my listeners and I thought this was a very, very good topic. I think it's very important to talk about. And so I'm going to go ahead and get started. The topic was how to be the bigger person and reach out to someone or forgive someone that is either a family member or a loved one. Once something has happened between two people, how do you be the bigger person, right? 
So I started thinking and I was like, man, now I told you guys, I am not an expert on anything. Um, I just know what I feel, what I go through, how I get through things. And I can only speak from what I've been through and how I got through it. And so, like I said, I thought this topic was very, very important to tap into because I think we live in a generation now where when somebody or two people do not see eye to eye or they have a disagreement or they go through a rough patch, they just say F it. And it's like, let me just cut this person out of my life. And I don't know where that notion came from. Like, I don't know where that mindset came from because I think it's silly. Like, it's ridiculous. Especially if this person is someone who's dear to your heart. If this is a family member or this is a loved one, a close friend or a significant other. And so we go through life cutting people off as soon as something goes wrong. And half the time, we don't even talk about it. We don't even address it. We just say, oh, he or she said this, he or she did that. So I'm not, I'm not dealing with them anymore. Or um, I don't need them or F them, whatever, right? And I just think that that's just not the way to deal with situations, especially as an adult. Like, we're not in the first and second grade anymore. It's not so simple as you took my pudding cup, so I'm not your friend anymore. Or you're playing with Susie and not playing with me, so you can't come to my birthday party, right? It's it's really silly. So I just think we have to get to a point where we learn to talk things out. You do not know how important it is to communicate with a person, to communicate. Communication is the only way to get through anything. I don't care who you are in life, what you do, what you go through. If you don't know how to communicate, you don't have anything. I don't It's just that simple. You have to know how to communicate. And with that being said, that's key to any situation. So if you and a friend or a loved one have a falling out, it's okay to go your separate ways for a while and kind of just think about what happened. Think about what you did or what you said and how you could have done this or that differently to get a different outcome, that's okay. As humans, sometimes we need our space. We need time to gather our thoughts. We need time to just regroup with ourselves before we decide to have a conversation with the person. And that is completely fine. It's completely healthy. But at some point, you have to talk to the person. You have to. Because one thing that I realized in life is that when a person reacts to something out of anger and just so completely different from what you expect, they're coming from a hurt place, right? 
Most cases, people don't just lash out just because. There has to be something going on in their life that you may not even know about. And all you did was say one word or do one thing and they exploded. And you're looking and you're like, what in the world did I do? And it may not even be what you did. It could have been something they dealt with before they came to you. It could have been something they dealt with the night before. It could have been something that they've been dealing with for a few months now. You never know what a person is going through. And that is my main focus. Like, you never know what a person is going through, which is why you need to treat people kindly at all times. Right? And so that's what that's my main thing. It's like, okay, why is this person acting this way? Or why did we have this disagreement? We've had disagreements in the past and it's never gotten to this point. So what was different this time? And it just brought me to the realization that sometimes people go through things and they don't know how to express themselves. They don't know who to talk to. They don't know who they can trust. So they lash out in negative ways. And I know how hurtful it can be. I know how angry you could be for that to happen, especially with someone that you love. But it's life and it happens. And that does not mean that we should cut that person out of our lives. Or we should just immediately jump to forget you. I'm moving on. Oh, well, you're crazy or it's your fault. We shouldn't point fingers. We should reflect on, like I said, what we said or what we did or what we could have done differently or what we could have said differently and try to figure out how you can be a better person moving forward. Because at the end of the day, you can't change what happened and you can't make another person do or say or feel how you want them to feel all you can do is be better yourself and so with that being said I think it's very important to forgive it is very very important to learn how to forgive in this life because if not we will go through life holding these grudges being angry and bitter and mad at a person who don't even care they went on with their life they're laughing having a good time they living it up and you still sitting on instagram scrolling looking at their pictures rolling your eyes and sucking your teeth and talking crazy but some people ain't even thinking about you and so i know you've guys heard the saying that forgiveness is not for the other person when you forgive it's not For the other person, it does not mean that you condone their behavior. It does not mean that you forget about their behavior or the incident. But forgiveness is for you. You have to forgive in order to move forward and let that hurt go. And guys, I know that is easier said than done. Trust me, I know. I'm currently going through a situation and been going through a situation where I had to keep reminding myself about forgiveness. And it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys, oh, it's easy. Just forgive. The Bible says you need to forgive. No, I'm not going to do that because it's not easy. 
and I'm going through it personally. And one day I'll be able to share with you guys and get in a little more detail about that situation. But for right now, I'll just say I still am not to the point where I completely forgive a situation and it bothers me. It really has taken a toll on my life. It has taken a toll on my my career, my happiness. Um, and so when I started to see that it was taking a toll on everything around me, that's when I was like, okay, no, you have to do something because you need to move on and you need to be happy. You need to be mentally healthy. You need to get to a place where you were before the incident happened. And that's pretty much what I've been trying to do now. And that is the reason of this podcast, partly that is the reason of me starting a blog, an Instagram um, account about my blogging and podcast. And I'm actually going to tap into like a YouTube channel and everything. But that whole incident and me knowing that I have to get through this and forgive and not forget the situation because once again, I can't forget it, but not think about it as much. I have to keep busy and I have to just be positive in everything that I'm doing moving forward. Because when you think about a situation all the time and you bitter about it and you mad and you angry, man, that will mess your head up. That will drive you literally insane. And nobody got time to be walking around here being crazy. I'm just going to put it out there. We don't have time to be walking around being crazy. Life is too short. There is so much to learn, so much to gain in life. And we can't gain those things and we can't get those blessings if we're walking around holding this grudge or being angry. It just does not work like that. So as hard as it is, you have to find a way to forgive a person for what they've done to you. Or how bad they hurt you. And I get it. It hurts. It hurts like hell. It's not a walk in the park. It's not just a, oh, let me take the weekend and just regroup. No. And when I was going through my situations, I've done, I did a lot of research. And I would read blogs. And I would read stuff online. And I would watch these movies. And it would take this girl. This girl went through a heartbreak. Or something dramatic like that. She and, and and they'll tell you, oh, just take a week and stay in bed and eat junk food and cry, but then you gotta you gotta go ahead and move on and go to the gym and everything will be better. Girl, that is not reality. That is not most of our reality. It's gonna take more than a week. It's gonna take more than some junk food. It's going to take more than going to the gym to get past a situation that hurt you so bad. So I'm just like, what in the world am I going to do to get out of this? Because clearly what I'm reading is not helping. What I'm seeing in the media is not helping. What I'm seeing on TV is not helping. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It took a lot of prayer. 
I'm not going to get here and be super religious and tell you that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell you who you should believe in, what God you should believe in, what beliefs you should have. But whoever it is that you believe in, pray. The power of prayer is so amazing. And don't get me wrong, you're not going to just pray one night and feel better. No, of course not. But it took a lot of prayer. Every time I thought about the situation, I had to pray right then and there. Even if it was just in my mind, I had to pray. Every time I thought about how hurt I was, I had to pray. Every time I thought about what coulda, shoulda, woulda, I had to pray. Because for one, I had to stop thinking about this situation. And for two, I had to ask God to remove this burden off of my heart. And I'll be completely honest with you. Sometimes I felt like prayer wasn't even working. I was like, well, I'm praying every day, every night, and nothing is happening. Like, nothing is coming from this. So I started to go to church more. I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to go to church more and hear a good word, listen to a great pastor, and you know, be strong and fearless. That worked here and there but still I was like okay after a while this ain't working I still feel the same way and I didn't know if I was doing something wrong maybe I wasn't praying right maybe I had some stuff going on um in the past that I needed to get some karma for that God was like no girl I remember that time that you did that thing with that person so you gonna you gonna feel this pain (laughs) um I didn't know And I remember one day just saying, okay, I got to do something else. I have to do something else. And guess what, God? I decided to go to therapy. Man, I know that in the black community, therapy is a no-no. I think it's becoming a lot more relevant now, a lot more uh, popular now in the black homes or the black community. But... For the most part, a lot of people ain't going to therapy. They're like, I'm not crazy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Ain't nobody about to sit on this couch and make me feel like something ain't right in my head. Or they they just want to take all my money. They, They don't know what they're doing. And it's like, a therapist is like a doctor. When you're sick, you go to the doctor, right? You want to make sure physically you're okay. When your car needs a tune-up, you'll go take it to get a tune-up or oil change. You want to make sure you could get around. So you need to take care of your mental as well. And there's nothing wrong with therapy at all. And I started going to therapy, went to a few sessions. My therapist was really, really cool. But I'll be honest with you, I really don't feel like I gained anything from the sessions. And I don't think, I think she was a great counselor, but just not for me. And that's okay. It's trial and error. You have to find the one that's right for you. And so I haven't gone recently. Um, I've been in the process of looking for someone else. And once I do find someone that I feel like is good for me, I would continue to go again because I loved it. I love the fact of just talking to someone and them not judging you or them not looking at you like, what? Because when you talk to your friends and stuff, they may give you feedback but who knows what they're thinking? They probably like, dang, 
you stressed out about this? Or I didn't know you was going through that? Or they got stuff going on too. So they kind of like, okay, girl, yeah, hush, hush. But let me tell you about my problem. And I was like, okay, I need somebody who don't know me, don't know anything about me, and just be able to talk to them, who's been trained to listen, who's been trained to give good advice. And that's exactly what the therapist was. And I would suggest therapy to anyone who's going through something. I would suggest therapy to anyone who, who's not going to going through something, excuse me. Because the reason that I went to therapy wasn't even because of the situation that I was going through. I went to therapy because I felt like I had hit a roadblock with my passion and what I wanted to do career-wise. And that was bothering me. I felt like, okay, I have to get this out. I have to speak to someone and get some reinforcement, get some feedback, and get some... um, like some more creativity to ignite my passion again. And that was the real reason that I went to therapy. It wasn't even for a man or a career. I mean, it was for a career. <laughs> it wasn't for a man or anything that I was going through mentally. I wasn't like having suicide thoughts or anything like that. I just felt like I wasn't being driven enough. I wasn't being determined enough. And I kind of just didn't know where I wanted to go. I was kind of astray and that's that's the reason why I decided to go to a therapist so there's different reasons to go to therapy and it brings out so much in you so I would suggest it to anyone I would definitely say that if you have something on your heart that you need to get off and you just can't let it go therapy is very very beneficial and so in a situation where you and a loved one fell out or you guys are not speaking anymore and it's been a while and it's really really bothering you you need to reach out to that person ask them hey I know we went through this and you may still be mad at me but I don't want to be mad at you anymore I don't want to live life without you anymore can we go for dinner just you and I can we go have coffee just you and I or even can we go to therapy that might be a little over the line because they might be like what no I ain't going to no therapy but that's something that you can work in later on down the line you can invite them to dinner just you and that person go out have a meal just talk and I would say don't even talk about the situation the first time that you link back up don't even talk about the situation because you don't want those feelings to come back up you don't want it to be a finger pointing episode or you you did this or you did that like you don't want it to be that just talk about what's been going on since you guys haven't been talking how's life been how's your job how's your children how are you know simple stuff just stuff that you guys would talk about before the incident and then go on from there then maybe you guys can text here and there not every day or talk on the phone here and there not every day so it's not overwhelming for you two but you're still keeping that communication open later on down the line once you are in a better space I suggest that you two go to therapy together because like I said 
in most cases, people are going through something which makes them react the way that they do, but they don't know how to express that or who to talk to about it. So suggesting therapy for the both of you, I think that's a great idea, especially if it is a sibling or a child, a mother or father, um, a, a husband or wife or, you know, a family member, a boyfriend or girlfriend. I definitely suggest therapy for you two because it's very therapeutic. You can get out what you need to say. They can get out what they need to say. You get advice on how to move forward, how to better handle each other. And you leave feeling very refreshed and very optimistic about the future and your future relationship with that person. In my opinion, at this point, you have nothing to lose. So go ahead and suggest that. And then lastly... I think it's important that we stop this notion of, well, you did me wrong, so I'm going to wait for you to apologize. That's not the way life works. It's just not. I mean, in an ideal world, yes, you apologize to me because you ran me over with your car. But, I mean, I know that's drastic, but um, still... That's not the way life works because you never want to hold a grudge against someone and tomorrow, God forbid, you find out that that person is no longer on this earth and you walked around bitter and angry and sad and mad for three, four, five years and now you can't even say sorry if you wanted to. You'll never get that apology. Sometimes we need to learn how to be the bigger person and say, you know what? It's not worth it. I love you. I don't want to see anything happen to you. I want the best for you. So I'm going to reach out to you. And I'm going to apologize to you for my doings. And you're not apologizing to get an apology. You're apologizing because I want to let this go. I want to tell you that even if you don't feel bad or you don't regret what you did or what you said, I do. Because ultimately, we, we need to be, live better lives. We need to be better people. Not saying that you don't care about the next person, but when I stand at the gates of heaven, I want to be able to say, I let all of that stuff go. Right? I let that stuff off my heart. And I want to be able to literally be pure. I want my heart to be pure. I want my intentions to be pure. And I can't do that if I'm still mad at you because you didn't apologize to me. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. So we have to get out of this phase of, oh, you did me wrong, so I'm going to wait for you to apologize to me. You'll be waiting a very long time, a very long time for everyone that's done you wrong to apologize to you. Once again, if it's something that's on your heart that heavy, you need to go ahead and reach out because nine times out of ten that other person is missing you wanting that relationship back with you but they may not know how to they may be embarrassed because of the way they acted they may be stubborn because a lot of people are let's just face it and that's okay 
But being a bigger person and saying, okay, we went through that, we got through that, let's move on. That's what it's all about. Learning to forgive and learning to move on from situations. And I do want to say this. Just because you reach out and you apologize and you pray and you suggest therapy and you suggest meeting up to talk about it, just because you do all of those things does not mean that person is ready. And that's okay. It's okay for that person to say, I'm just not ready right now. I need more time. I need more space. And you have to be okay with that. And that's my problem. Because, <laughs> see, I'm one of those people, I, I, I'll be honest, I like to control situations. I'm one of those people, if I'm not in control of a situation, we have an issue. And that's probably going to be my downfall because... I need to realize that when a person says, I just need space, I need to learn how to give a person space. Child, be calling you all day, texting you. Don't, child, don't let me know where you live because I'm coming to the house. Like, why you ain't answering my text messages? Why you ain't calling me back? That's just me. (laughs) And so I'm working on learning how to give people space because everybody deal with situations differently. And I know I don't hold grudges. And so, just because I'm good now after two weeks and I'm like, oh, let me call him up and tell him or let me go over her house and we going out tonight, she may not want to go out with me. She probably like, girl, I still ain't talking to you. (laughs) And so, I have to learn how to give people their space. They'll come around when they are ready and you need them to be ready because you don't want to push and push and push and now they're resenting you. And pulling away and that's just causing more friction you need to give people space to heal and to forgive you forgive themselves in order for you guys to come back together so let's say you reach out and you say hey I know we haven't been talking for a few months um I really really miss you I really really miss your friendship I miss you being in my life can we go to dinner just you and I and they say hey I just really don't want to be bothered with you or I really just need some more time I'm not completely over the situation all you need to say is no problem I understand I respect your wishes when you're ready I am here period and give them that space and I'm pretty sure Like I said, if that person, if you guys had a wonderful connection and you had a really great relationship, they will come around. They will. And if they don't, which I hope that that's not the case, at least you know in your heart that you did all that you could do. You did your part. You can't force anybody to be in your life, but you can invite them. And if they decline, that's all you can do. You did your due diligence. I'm sorry. I'm trying to say big words that I don't even know how to pronounce. <laughs> but that's life. And it's okay. Once again, I just feel like we have to get out of this mindset of you did me wrong or you made me mad. So forget you. I don't care about you that's just ridiculous if that's the case we're going to push everybody out of our lives because we're going to have situations where we don't see eye to eye with everyone so everyone that you have a disagreement with 
or argument with, you're going to just say, you're not in my life anymore. You're going to cut everybody out your life. We cannot be like that. We can't. And I don't want anyone to feel like that's the way to be. It's not cute. It's very toxic. I get on Facebook or Instagram and I see people saying like, oh, I see all of these memes or stuff that's pertaining to a situation kind of like this. And they're like, oh, you lost me. Or, oh, I cut people off. My cutoff game is too strong. That's not cute. It is not cute. It's nothing to be bragging about. Now, I get that there are some situations when a person do you wrong, they keep continuing to do you wrong, you keep continuing to try, or you've been so good to them and they just did you completely dirty. I get it that sometimes you do need to remove people out of your life, especially if they are toxic or they are um, compromising your peace. I get that. But just because me and you had an argument because you wanted Taco Bell and I wanted Burger King does not mean that we need to completely cut each other out of each other's lives. That's ridiculous to me. And I feel like as grown people, where did you get that from? Who taught you that? Who taught you that hate and negativity is the way to go? Because, I, I mean, I wasn't taught that way. And I'm not perfect. But when I love someone and I truly care for someone, I want to see you doing good. I want to be in your life or I want you in my life, especially if you are family. Like, I can't see myself cutting anyone in my family out of my life. And that's another one. They say, oh, blood is thick, blood ain't thicker than water or... I got people in my family that I don't talk to and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, y'all think that's cute? I get that everybody ain't good. Everybody ain't good to be around or they're not positive. Or like I said, they compromise your peace or they've done something like beyond crazy to you or hurtful. I get it. And in those extreme circumstances, okay, it's okay to get out of a situation But just because me and you had a disagreement or we had an argument or, you know, I didn't speak to you in a while and you ain't called to check on me when you knew that I, you know, just got dumped or something. Like, come on. Come on. It is not worth losing genuine good people in your life over something so small. So don't. Reach out. Pray about it. Go to therapy and get that person back in your life so things can be back to the way they were. I just wanted to speak on this topic. I know I was talking a lot, but it was something that I was very passionate about because growing up, I have always been very close to my family and loved ones. I've always loved very, very hard and to truly care about a person, I just have I'm very passionate about that about the people that I love I want to protect the people that I love and so I couldn't imagine never speaking to someone that I truly love again I just couldn't imagine that regardless of who you are now I have some friends in the past that we were friends before but we ain't talking now or we're not friends now and that's okay you know as you grow people fall off and that's perfectly fine but 
when it comes to people that I really truly love I cannot just go the rest of my life not having those people in my life so I just wanted to give my opinion speak on it and let you guys know how I try to get over situations and how you should um if you have any questions or comments or anything like that I will leave you my email address to send me an email or write me a letter or anything like that. My email address is going to be Joseph Tanisha, Tanisha spelled T-A-N-I-S-H-A, the number 15 at gmail.com. So again, that's Joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H, Tanisha, 15 at gmail.com. Um, like I said, send me in your topics, send me in any questions that you have, any comments that you have, any advice, any suggestions, and I'll be sure to read them. And if you have a topic, I will try to talk about it next week. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Be safe. Don't do nothing too crazy. And I will talk to you guys soon. Welcome. This is the fourth episode of my podcast, The Niche Show. And I hope that you guys, if you are listening for the first time, I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you decide to join me again next week. If you've been listening or you've listened before, thank you for your continuous support. Um, And once again, I hope that you continue to listen. I want to start off each podcast with something positive and end on a positive note. So today I just want to pray for positivity in your life, um, productivity. I hope this week has been amazing so far. You have had nothing but great days. You're waking up with more energy. You are getting more things done. You are crossing things off your bucket list or you are um, accomplishing some goals. And I pray that the rest of the week is even better. Um, If you are going out this weekend or doing anything fun, be safe. Have a good time. If you're turning up, make sure you have a ride home. No drunk driving or no being intoxicated while driving. Make sure you are responsible and you are safe at all times, okay? So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get started and get right into the topics for today. This topic is something that I have talked to various different people about, Um, not even anything particular with me, but just having conversations and somehow this topic comes up. Um, Last week I was having a conversation with my mom and it came up, then I was having a conversation with one of my friends, then my cousin, and then um, a co-worker and I were out at lunch and the conversation came up again. So of course my thinking wheels got to going and I said, okay, I have to tap into this on the podcast this week. And that topic is knowing when it is time to let go. When I say let go, um, I mean, that could be anything. That could be a relationship. That could be a job. That could be um, a friendship. It can be just 
harboring on to old past experiences or negativity whatever just knowing when something is not worth dwelling on anymore it's not worth your time it's not worth your energy anymore um and that's very important because we don't have time to keep being in a situation that's not beneficial right and when I think about it, and I think about the topic, I really try to break it down um, into the most common situations that you can be in, or the most common cases. And I felt, and I, when it comes to mind, there's two topics. Well, not topics, but there's two instances. The one instance is being in a situation that is um, harmful, unhealthy, or it is dreadful. It causes you your peace of mind. It's just all around toxic. And then secondly, being in a situation that's not toxic, it's not harmful, it's not stressful or anything, but it's not causing you any benefits either. It's not making you grow or not bringing any value to your life. And those two are probably the most common situations when it comes to learning when something is just done like you've come to the end of the road and I just want to make something completely clear I'm going to be very transparent I am in no way shape or form perfect or have all the answers or am I here to judge anyone that is not my call um I'm not the person to make judgments on anyone because We've all been in these situations at one point or time, even I. So I don't want anyone to think that I am judging or bashing, but if you are in a situation like that now or you've been there, I'm not specifically talking to you because I'm going to share my stories. And I have a story for both cases, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and kind of just give you guys the breakdown. Um, I won't get too, too technical. Um, I won't tell any names or anything like that, give any dates or anything like that. But I will go ahead and share my um, experiences. So the first time that I was in a situation that I knew that I needed to get out of and let it go, but I didn't, was a few years ago. I was about 19 and I started dating this particular guy and I should have known y'all from the day that I met this guy that something was not right I met him before a party for my birthday um and then he showed up at the party that I was having to celebrate my birthday and we exchanged information we exchanged numbers we were at a club and I'm from New Jersey, so our club let out at like 2, 2.30 in the morning. We were leaving the club, and like 20, 30 minutes after I gave him my number, he was calling me. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, who called somebody the same night that they got their number? And this wasn't a courtesy call. It wasn't, hey, just checking in, making sure you good, making sure you got home safe. This was a, let's go out to eat. I'm like, bruh, it's 2.30 in the morning. Like, I'm not going anywhere with you. I should have known from then, dude was crazy. <laughs> but I did not. I, you know, didn't realize the red flags. And I continued to talk to this guy. 
For the first few months, things were great as they always are. We got along really well. We went on dates. We enjoyed each other's company. We vibed well. We were both attracted to each other. Everything was perfect. But then after a few months, I don't really have like an exact amount of months. I just know after a while, things just started changing. There was a lot of jealousy, a lot of insecurities, like a lot of fighting. Um, There was a lot of uh, accusations and things that just was really crazy. Uh, I remember this person literally accused me of dealing with my own blood cousin. Bruh, my cousin? Like, what? Like, what do you, what? My cousin? I don't even have the words to say right now. Not only did he accuse me of being with my cousin, but he accused me of sleeping with my stepdad. What? My stepdad? Like, huh? I was like, I I couldn't even, I I don't even know. I don't even have the words to explain (laughs) how sick that was. I remember um, the movie Precious came out. And remember in Precious, if you've ever seen Precious, um, Precious' stepdad was molesting her and got her pregnant. This man told me I was Precious. I was like Precious because I was sleeping with my stepdad. Guys. Like, crazy, crazy. And I I don't want to call him crazy, so I'm going to stop saying that. I want to say that he's crazy. I'm not bashing him in any way. I'm not saying that there was anything, you know, there's anything wrong with him because I know that at that time he was dealing with a lot as well. He was going through a lot as well. And of course, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying that he could have changed today. And maybe he's really not crazy. Maybe it was just him going through something at that time. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, imagine being accused of things like that all the time. That's toxic. Imagine fighting and arguing and bickering from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep about dumb, crazy stuff. I mean, these weren't even legitimate arguments these were why didn't you answer the phone when I called why are you going out with this girl why are you changing your hair like stupid stuff stupid stuff just imagine going through that every day all day and I mean even if we were in a good space in the back of my head I knew okay Something's going to happen and we're going to be back to normal tomorrow. And it's sad that to me, that was the norm. To us, that was the norm. I was 19. I had no business being in this situation at all. But at 19, I was in college. I had my own car. I had a good, you know, working a good job. I was still at home with my mom. Like I didn't have... I had a lot going on for myself, and so I didn't, I was smelling myself. Like, I'm 19, I'm grown, I could do what I want, I could go where I want, I can date who I want, and it all backfired on me, because I stayed in this situation for two years, two years, 
And part of the problem or part of the reason why I stayed in the situation for so long when I knew at about six or seven months that I needed to get out was he would say like really threatening things. And I wasn't necessarily scared of him, but I didn't want to deal with the repercussions if I did try to get out. He knew where I lived, he knew where where I went to school, he knew where my mom worked, he knew where I worked, he knew where my sister went to school, like all of these things. He had so much access to my life that I didn't want to remove myself from the situation and then deal with the craziness that came after, which I eventually had to do anyway. So I said that to say this, I should have gotten out of the situation way sooner, but I didn't because I didn't know any better. And it wasn't because I didn't have any positive people in my life or I didn't have people who taught me right from wrong because my mom did an amazing job teaching me right from wrong and telling me, you know, what I should and shouldn't deal with in life. However, everybody has to go through those experiences on their own. And Eve said it best, love is blind. When you think you're in love with someone, you will bend over backwards, go to the moon and beyond for a person and not even see how crazy and unhealthy and toxic it's making you be. Because I'm not going to sit here and say that this man was the devil and I was an angel because no I played my part I said some things or did some things that I shouldn't have done or that I you know could have avoided a lot of arguments or a lot of fights but looking back now I know that at the time like I said it was my norm so it was nothing for us to get into an argument and me say something off the wall and it just go completely left And this wasn't just arguments. We physically fought several times because I I don't believe in you going to beat on me and hit me and I'm not going to hit you back. No, I'm going to defend myself. You put your hands on me, I'm going to defend myself. And it wasn't cute. I mean, I shouldn't have been doing it, but that was my way of defending myself when what I should have done was walked away. However, that wasn't my mental at that time. And now looking back, I'm like, girl, you were stupid. And I usually think of myself as a really wise person who's very educated. But I be second second guessing myself because how? How, Sway? Like, how did you allow yourself to be in this situation if you're so smart? Clearly, you ain't that smart. (laughs) But it is what it is. It's life. You learn from it. You go through it. You grow. And it got so bad to the point where, like, our family had to get involved, my family had to get involved, his family had to get involved, friends, um, the police. It was crazy. It was just a crazy situation that no 19-year-old, nobody, not even, I don't care how old you are, nobody should be going through that. But imagine going through that at 20 and still trying to maintain a good GPA in college, still trying to make money and go to work, still trying to put on the front and pretend like you were happy. Because that's what we were doing. That's what I was doing. Pretending that I was happy. And this was the days of um, MySpace and Facebook. This was way before Instagram and Snapchat and stuff like that. So it was just like MySpace was very popular at the time. And I could not let MySpace know that I was unhappy. And that I was um, stressed out. 
and miserable. I couldn't let nobody know that. Like, I had to put on a front. Can you imagine just waking up every day dreading speaking to someone or seeing someone, but then posting pictures by the end of the day like you're just such a happy couple? I'm a very prideful person, and I'm a very private person. So a lot of it was that I didn't want anybody to think or see that it wasn't working or I had failed. And I didn't want him to be with anybody else. I didn't want to be with anybody else. So I went through this because I thought he would change or things would get better. Or if I stop saying this or I don't say that, maybe he won't react the way he does. And it doesn't matter how you flip it, turn it, twist it, rub it down. We're going to call a spade a spade. When a person is mentally unstable, I don't care what you say or what you don't say. They are going to be themselves. They, that mental state is going to rear its ugly head. And that's just what it was. Because once again, he had a lot of stuff going on that he needed to work out. And so did I. But I had never been in that situation before. It was my first time being in that situation. It was like my first real relationship. And I, this is, this is all new to me. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, maybe he's acting crazy and being all jealous. It's cute. Like, oh, he's a little jealous. So he know what he got. And he's just, that's why he's being the way that he is. No. No. Because that... That's a whole other. That ain't that ain't jealousy. That's crazy. <laughs> and I know I said I was going to stop calling him crazy, but I can't help it. I have no other words to describe it. It was it was insane. And looking back at it now, I am grateful that I went through it at 19 as opposed to today. Because at 19, I didn't have any children. I didn't have real responsibilities. I didn't have much at stake. Whereas today I have a child and I could never or I would never bring him into any situation or any environment like that. I'm very protective of him. I'm very protective of the atmosphere that I that I bring him in, the vibes that I bring around him. And I would never allow anyone to come in and be toxic to my child. So once again, I'm glad that I went through it when I did because I was able to learn from it I was able to grow from it and I'm able to share my story in hopes that maybe it will inspire someone else that's going through it or get someone else like have someone else to not go through it to see the signs in the beginning and those signs once again was jealousy um disrespect just saying like really harsh harmful things controlling he was very controlling didn't want me hanging out with certain people, didn't want me going certain places, even if it was like family. Um, just always wanting to know your every move. Those are toxic traits. Because in the relationship, you're not here to control me. You're not my dad. You're not I'm not your mom. We're here to compliment each other. And if that's not what we're doing, then we really shouldn't even be dealing with each other. But I know that now. You would be surprised how many people are going through this today and you don't know because they put on a smile for social media. You know, Instagram is the most fraudulent of all the frauds. 
Instagram will have you thinking that a person is a millionaire living out in Hawaii and just living their best life. Meanwhile, they probably in witness protection because they're trying to get away from somebody. Like, that's how crazy social media is. And so you, a lot of the times you don't even know that a person is going through that. Or sometimes you do know and you don't say anything or you do say something, but it causes friction between you and that person. And it's like, well, as a friend or family member, I don't want to lose this person or I don't want to offend this person all the time. I don't want to be the one to always go head to head with this person about their significant other. So let me just stay out of it. Because a lot of times a person will be ready to fight you if you telling them that they partner ain't no good. And it's sad, but that's the truth. So when it comes to relationships, I try to mind my business. You come to me for advice, I'm going to give you my advice, and I'm going to leave it at what it is because at the end of the day, you still have to deal with it. You're the one that has to make that call. I can't force anybody to get out of something. And that was my, that was me. Nobody could force me to get out of it. Even though my mom told me to leave, my family told me to leave, my cousins, my friends told me to leave. I, I mean, I, you can't force me. I'm grown. So it was something that I had to go through. And here I am today. I'm able to tell the story. I thank God that I'm able to tell the story because a lot of people don't make it out. A lot of people end up suffering forever. And that's the sad part about it. Because you hear it all the time how someone was murdered or in prison for either killing someone who was abusing them or for, um, you know, dying at the hands of someone. And I pray that it never gets that bad for anyone, but it happens. And so that's why it's important to know when enough is enough and I will not take this. Because I promise you, today, it will never happen. It will never happen. And that's just, that's just that. It will never happen because I know better now. But I didn't then. So that's my little story on my first case of, girl, you need to let this go. It took me two years, y'all, but I, I, I managed. Even though I had to get a restraining order and... Um, press charges and get the cops involved and like hide out because I literally had to like hide out at my friend's house because like I said he knew so much of my life that I couldn't go home and stay home like I had to go somewhere where he would least expect it and that's crazy imagine like having to hide out of your own damn house because somebody probably stalking you and looking through your window like these are all things that literally happen like these really happen but anyway, I, I could go on for days about that situation, but I won't. I'll just leave it at that. And I'll move on to another situation I was in that wasn't a relationship, but um, I was talking to a guy and everything was good. We didn't argue. We didn't fight. We didn't have any issues. He was cool. He treated me okay. I treated him okay. But after a few months, I just started to realize like, okay, this is cool, but what's what else? What else is there? What else can you give me? What else can you show me? Because I'm one of those people, I'm not all about money. You know, I work very hard. I don't need your money. I would like your money. (laughs) 
we can all use more money, but I don't need your money. So what else can you give me? What else can you teach me? And he wasn't doing any of that. He wasn't teaching me anything. He wasn't helping me grow personally. He wasn't helping me grow financially. He wasn't helping me or motivating me to reach my goals. He was just there. He was there to keep me company when I need some, when I want to talk. He, he, ha, ha on the phone or let's go grab some food. And I'm, I'm 30 years old. I don't need somebody to go grab food with. I need somebody to motivate me. I need somebody to push me. I need somebody to be there, be my confidant, be able to plan and make moves with. And he wasn't that. And it was nothing personal because maybe he felt the same about me. She's not that. So I don't have to be so serious and I don't have to speak about leveling up. And that's fine because everybody to each his own. Everybody has their own cup of tea. But I know for me, it wasn't enough. And if it wasn't enough and if it wasn't motivating me or uplifting me or it wasn't bringing any value to my life, why am I in this situation? What do I need you for? My mom always told me I can do bad by myself. I'm not going to be with someone or deal with someone just to say that I have someone. No. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm at an age and a time in my life where I'm trying to set a foundation for myself for my child, for the children that I plan to have in the future. I'm trying to start businesses and be financially stable. I don't have time to sit on the phone and talk to you all night till the sun comes up. Or to let's go grab something to eat or let's go to the movies. That's all fine. Of course, you want to go on dates and you want to have fun with your significant other. You want to go out, have drinks, enjoy each other's company. Of course. But what else? Because all of that stuff that I just said, I can do that with my girlfriends. Like, me and my girls could go to the movies. We could go have drinks. We could go to the club and turn up and do ratchet stuff. I could do that with my friends. Why do I need to do that with my significant other only? We need to be doing that as well as being able to come together at the round table. Like, look, what's our plan? What's our five-year goal? What what's going on? Are we gonna, are we talking about marriage? Are we talking about having more children? Are we trying to get our credit together so we can go buy a house? What what else? And I didn't see that from him. And I stayed in that situation for a few months. It didn't even hit a year because, from my experiences in the past, now I see the red flag, and I and I take that advice. I listened to my intuitions and my intuitions was telling me, this is not for you. He is not for you. He's not on your level mentally. He's not on your level physically because I don't want to sound like I am the know-all and be-all. Of course not. Like I still have a lot of work to do. But once again, I have a college education. I have my own apartment. I have my own car. I have a good job. You know, I 
am very intelligent. I can hold an intelligent conversation. I can cook. I can clean. I wash clothes. I do it all. So I bring so much to the table. On top of that, I can be supportive and be in your corner and uplift you and pray for you and so much more. I take care of business. I get bills paid. I sit down and set plans. Anything that I put my mind to and I say I'm going to do, I do. And if you can't match me and meet me halfway with that, I don't need you in my life. Because I don't need anybody bringing me down or keeping me stagnant. We have to be working towards something. We have to be trying to reach a higher goal. And a lot of people are not doing that. And so you get these two people that get in this situation, one of them want more, and one of them is content. That is unhealthy. Being content and comfortable is toxic. Because in any way that you are not trying to better yourself and be better, that's toxic. And it doesn't even mean that this person is treating you bad. They could be treating you great. Y'all could be having the best time of y'all lives. Y'all could be just enjoying each other so much. Y'all laugh. Y'all got so much in common. Y'all have good vibes. There's no arguing. There's no fighting. But that's all it is. Is we cool. So we can be friends. That's that, We can be friends. No hard feelings. Nothing personal. We don't have to beef. But we also don't need to be in a relationship because not either of us is bringing out the best in the other. And I don't know about nobody else, but I don't want anybody in my circle, whether it's a friend, whether it's um, a family member, whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whether it's a, a supervisor at work. I don't want anybody in my circle that's not pushing me to be a better me, pushing me to reach certain goals. And that's not their job, of course. It's my job. But I need people around me, surrounding me, that's going to say, come on, girl, let's do this. Let's get this. Oh, now you slacking. You falling off. Let's, Let's get this done. And he wasn't that. And it just wasn't good enough for me. So I had to know when it was time. And I had to say, okay, listen, you didn't do anything wrong to me. It's nothing personal. But this ain't working. This ain't going to work. Because not only do I need someone to motivate me and teach me and show me, I need someone to also be a role model and lead the way for my child. If you can't teach my child anything, you can't bring anything to the table for my child, you damn sure can't do nothing for me. So, I'm good. We could be cool. We could say what's up when we see each other. We could text each other, hey, how you doing? How you been? But that's about it. Because I don't need anybody to just lay up with or just have fun with. I need more than that. So I had to know when it was time to let go. And a lot of people don't know when to do that. A lot of people will stay in a situation for years, even marriages, because we good we get along so well marriage is way more than that relationships is way more than that you can't just be in a relationship with somebody because we good we comfortable okay when times get hard and stuff start to hit the fan and you know you you come across rough times what y'all gonna do y'all just gonna be good y'all just gonna enjoy each other's company go with the flow no no i need somebody who 
I know when times get hard and we hit rock bottom, we're going to be able to come together as a team. We're going to come up with a plan and we're going to get our family out of this rut and, and elevate. Period. And, and that's what I need in my life. And to each his own. Everybody's different. Some people have self-esteem issues, so they put up with this stuff because they just want to have someone. And that's not okay. But who am I to tell you when or who you should or shouldn't be with? All I'm saying is you need to know when something is not beneficial to your life anymore. It's not adding value. It's not worth it. Life is too short to be comfortable. We all should want more out of life. And I hope that my listeners, my friends, my family, the people that are close to me, my loved ones, I hope that you all want more. So I just felt like this was a topic that needed to be discussed because hopefully I can inspire someone or I can give someone the tools to get their mind thinking about what they want in life, who they want to become, and what you want out of your life because if you don't think about that stuff now it might be too late later at 20 21 22 that's cool we just having a good time we just vibing it's 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 nothing serious we just enjoying each other's company that's cool but at 27 28 30 31 i'm not looking for a playmate i'm not looking for someone to just have fun with or just to be comfortable with i'm looking for someone that I know when times get hard or when it's time to get some stuff done, check some stuff off our goal list, they know how to do it. They have the tools. They're ready to, you know, roll your arms up, get dirty, let's get it done. And I hope, my hope is that that's the same things that you all want out of life. You want better, you want more. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you're wrong for saying, I need more. You're not wrong for that. It is time to be selective and selfish with our time, our energy, and our vibes. This is the time to say, no more. I'm done. I'm good. Do you. And I'm going to continue to do me. Once again, I just felt like this is a conversation that needs to be had. Um, If you are dealing with any abuse, whether it be verbal, physical, mental, um, any type of abuse or in any situation that is unhealthy and toxic and you need help, please talk to someone. I know it's hard. I know you don't want to be vulnerable. I know you don't want to open up and let people in your business because then they tell this person and that person. But talk to someone that you truly, truly trust and get the help that you need. Because it's it's not easy. It's easier said than done. Believe me, I know. But it can be done. Especially if you have children. You're not living for yourself anymore. You're living for that child. You're living for those children. It's unhealthy for your child to see you stressed out and miserable and depressed all the time. That's unhealthy. You don't want your child to think that is the norm and then they grow up and it's a cycle all over again. So we need to break the cycle now. So if you need to talk to someone, do that. Seek counseling. Um, Go to a close, close friend or a family member and be open and 
willing to accept their help. If someone is offering you some type of help in any way, accept it. Just make sure that you are taking care of yourself. You're taking care of your body, your mind, your spirit. Because this is a lot of toxic people and things in this world. Even jobs. Like, being on a job just because it pays your bills. Come on. That's not okay. And I'm not telling anyone to go quit their job today. Because I know that you have bills to pay. You have a family to feed. So, no, it's not feasible for you to go quit your job. But you need to be working towards something else. You need to have a side hustle on the side. Or you need to be applying to other jobs. You need to be applying to go back to school to get a better education so you can get a better job. Don't be comfortable. You can't be comfortable. Life is too short, once again, to be comfortable. It's time to get out of our comfort zone because you can't grow in comfortability. That's just not the way it was designed. In order to grow, you have to become uncomfortable. So... I'm going to leave on that note. I pray that you get the help that you need if you're going through either of these situations. If you are in a situation where it's not benefiting your life, a person is just there or things is just there to fill a void or just to take up time, let them go ahead and take up somebody else's time. Let them go ahead and take up somebody else's time because my time is too valuable. My time is too precious and I'm not wasting it on something that's not worth it or someone that's not worth it or if you're dealing with someone who is toxic and abusive and just negative and not bringing any positivity to your life let them go let somebody else deal with that let them go ahead and find somebody else because at this point it's like it's better you than me you deal with that because i i got boss moves to make over here and that person I I can't get to my blessings being tied to him or her or that job or that friendship. We ain't got to be beefing. We ain't got to hate each other. We don't got to get on social media and bash each other. We just don't connect. And that's that. That's life. And it's okay. That's my time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions or if there's any topics that you want to speak about or you want me to speak about on the next podcast, go ahead and send me an email. Once again, my email is TanishaJoseph15, the number 15, at gmail.com. So go ahead and send me an email. If you're following me on any social media platforms, you can send me a DM. If you have my phone number, text me. Tell me something that you want to talk about next um, episode. And even if you need somebody to talk to about these situations that I spoke about today, feel free to do that. I'm here. I want to listen. I want to help in any way that I can. Um, and once again, that's my time. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope you enjoyed it. I will talk to you guys next time. Mwah!